The focus of the next two prokem is what is included in the sale of different items. If two people agree that one person is buying a particular thing from someone else, what is included in that item, what is sold together with that item. Amirches Abayis, one who sells a house, he has not sold the yotzia, which we are going to understand as some sort of structure towards the top of the house, and it goes all the way around the house, and it could be that perhaps you're not able to fit a person in there, but it's large enough to be able to put things there. It opens up into the house, and you can put things there and store things there. The main point, though, is that it is not designated for living there, and therefore it's not considered to be one of the things which are sold together with the house. The main purpose of the house is for living, and unless any, anything else is specified, we assume that only the parts of the house which are designated for living are sold together with the house. Even if this Yotziah opens up into the house, okay, neither has the room, which is at the back of the house, is neither is that sold together with the house because again that is used for storage and is not used for living and since nothing else was specified we assume that only the house and any part of the house which is used for living is sold together with it and the roof in a case where it has a fence going around it at least 10 to high that is also not sold together with the house because now one can use the roof itself it was a flat roof you can use it the roof itself for other things. Certainly people wouldn't live there, but it had a different use, and therefore it would not be sold together with the house. However, if it doesn't have a fence around it, so then it wouldn't really be used itself, so it's considered secondary to the house itself, being the ceiling of the house. It does also serve the purpose of living in the house because it's the ceiling, and it provides shelter. Alright, Rabbi Huda says, If the roof has a door frame and it has an entrance to get to the roof, then even if it hasn't got a fence going around it, which, at least, which is at least 10 to high, nevertheless, you can still see that the intention is to use that roof and not just to have it as the ceiling of the rest of the house, and therefore, in a mochor, the, the roof would not be sold together with the house. Mr. Base, Les Habar, if there was a pit of water which was dug inside of the house, and lots of water was stored there, it also is not considered to be sold together with the house, because it has a very significant function, which is not to do with actually living there. Most houses didn't have a pit inside the house. Les Hadus, a dus is a structure above the ground, which is also used for storing water, and that would not be included in the sale of the house. Even if he wrote inside the document that he is selling umkovaruma, the depths and the heights of this house, that doesn't include pits and things like that. Rather, the intention is that even the airspace going up and up and up above the house, that's also sold to him, and he can increase the height of the house. And the earth beneath the house is also belonging to him if he wants to dig down and build a a room beneath the ground that is also being sold to him and he has the right to do so. But it does not include a pit of water or things like that because again these have significant functions which have nothing to do with actually living in the house. Now, Rabbi Akiva and the Chachomim argue with quite a fundamental argument for this perek, whether meicher ba'ayin yofe meicher, when somebody sells something, he sells it generously, or meicher ba'ayin ra'a meicher, he sells it not generously. According to Rabbi Akiva, he does sell it generously, and therefore, the the seller of the house now needs to buy from the buyer the rights to travel 
through his house to get to his pit. It's true that he still owns the pit of water, but the rest of the house belongs to the buyer. So in order to get to his pit, he has to buy the rights to do so from the buyer. Because we assume that he sold him literally everything else because he sells it generously to Rabbi Akiva. That is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. He does not need to buy back the rights of passageway to his pit because we assume that he never sold that. And to the extent that he didn't sell the pit, he also didn't sell the rights to get to his pit. Now the mission adds, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva agrees in a situation where the seller told the buyer that I'm selling you this entire house, except for these, the, the pit or the water structure above the ground. In that case, if you think about it, he didn't actually have to say this. The mission already told us that if somebody just sells a house without specifying anything, the pit is not included in the, in the sale. So the fact that nevertheless he did state this exception implies that he is coming to hold back for himself something else, and that would be the passageway to get to his pit. So in such a situation, he would not need to buy back the rights of passageway to his pit because that is never sold in the first place. All right, now they have the exact opposite case. What happens if somebody owns a house and a pit and he sells the pit to somebody else, but not the house? The question is, does the buyer also automatically have the rights of passageway through the seller's house in order to get to his pit? Or is that an additional thing which he needs to buy? So according to Rabbi Akiva, that that somebody sells something generously, Rabbi Akiva says, the buyer does not need to separately buy the rights to get to the pit, because we assume that, that is included in the sale. However, say no, he sells not generously, he sells stingily. And therefore, the buyer needs to separately buy the rights to travel to get to his pit, because that is not included to that is not considered automatically included in the, in the sale of the pit. one who sells a house. Things which are movable and not fixed to the house or to the ground are not sold together with the house. And therefore, Mohasak Delis, he has sold together with the house the door that's attached to the house that's considered a necessary part of the house. However, the key and the lock of the house, which can very be easily be taken off the door, that is not sold together with the house. He has sold a permanent marteshes, which is used for crushing things. If it is attached to the ground, it's considered to be part of the house, and it's sold together with it. However, if it is a portable crusher, well, this is really the thing which they would crush inside it, if it is portable and movable, then it is not considered part of the house, and it is not sold together with the house. Mocher sits to together with the house, he has sold the lower part of a millstone, which is again attached, and it's a permanent part of the house. Abolesa keles, but not the keles, which is the part of the millstone, into which the flour, once it has been ground, grinded, the flour would go into this sort of container, but again, it could very easily be taken off the main millstone, so it wasn't considered to be a permanent part of this house. He hasn't sold an oven or a stove which is situated in the house, because again, it's not attached to the ground, and it's not considered to be an intrinsic part of this house. However, says the Mishnah, in a situation where the seller told the buyer, and their agreement was that he is buying the house, the house and everything which is inside of it, then all of the things which we listed would be sold together with the house, because they are things which are quite commonly used inside of a house. 
And because it is specified, so those things would be sold together with a house. All the discussion so far is in a case where nothing else is specified. Of course, if their agreement is that he's selling him the house as well as this, that, and the other, then it would be included. We're discussing cases where the exact details were not discussed. So in a case where he said, I'm selling you that and everything inside of it, so everything inside of it will be included. Now, that having been said, it's not true that everything will be included. The things which really said in the Mishnah will be included. But other small things, like, for example, if there are knives and forks inside of the house, that has nothing to do with the actual house. It happens to be there are going to be knives and forks because someone right now lives in the house. But even if he says that and everything inside of the house, that would not include small movable items, which have nothing to do with the house intrinsically itself. Mishnah Dalad. In terms of the Mishnah, most houses were built as part of a courtyard. You would have a courtyard, and lots of houses would open up into the courtyard, and people would use the courtyard as well. But the term courtyard could not could also refer to everything which is attached to the courtyard as well. It can refer to just that immediate area of the courtyard itself, but it could also refer to this entire area of the courtyard plus its houses. So somebody who sells a courtyard, according to this opinion in the Mishnah, Mochar Botim, he has also sold the houses which are attached to the courtyard, assuming that he is the owner of those houses. Boirais, Shechen, Umarais, pits. Shechen are longer pits, Umarais, pits which have been covered up. These were commonly situated inside of a courtyard. But things which are portable, like the things which we mentioned in the previous Mishnah, they would not be included in the sale of the courtyard. However, that having been said, like we mentioned in the previous Mishnah, in a situation where he told him that I'm selling you, he, the courtyard, the and everything inside of the courtyard, then everything inside the courtyard would be sold together with it. Whether in this case or in this case, meaning even in a situation where he said that I'm selling you the courtyard as well as everything which is inside of it, he is not included in that sale, not a bathhouse, nor a olive press which is situated inside of the courtyard, since these things have a significant function in and of themselves which have nothing to do with the courtyard itself. Most courtyards don't have an olive press inside of them. So this is considered to be separate from the actual courtyard, and unless specified, it would not be included in the sale of the courtyard. And now we have another opinion altogether. Eliezer says, One who sells a courtyard, he hasn't sold all of the houses and the pits and everything which is there. He has only sold the actual airspace of the courtyard, meaning the courtyard itself, but not anything else which opens up into the courtyard.